0: Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am Marcia Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, a coach, and a published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share tips, tools, and strategies used by our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in their lives. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to see that when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the Monday Mindset episode where we dive into the tips, the tools, the strategies to help you make those shifts during the week when you feel like all you're doing is hitting the wall and hitting struggle and having a tough time. So these are tips that I share because I live them, have lived them, and continue to live them every single day. And I hope that they help and they resonate with you. So today I wanna talk about trusting the process when it doesn't make sense. Trusting the process when it just, you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So you know they say trust the process, trust the process, have faith, it all works out. And I can tell you in my early stages of dealing, when we dealt with teen substance abuse and life was like literally falling apart, that when someone said, that's okay, have faith and trust the process, it was just like, seriously? to <laughs> Just punch him in the face. Because it, when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to see. And a number of the people that I work with, moms, parents, and also just coaches who are working through some really tough stories that they are sharing with the world, They would all say there were times where it was so hard to trust the process. And as we talked about last week, there is no like being there. There is no point where you have it all figured out. We are still always going through challenges in our lives. And I think that is a real eye opener. If you are a person who says when this problem is done, then life will get easier. Well, no, it won't, because something else is coming. Like, it's not about life getting easier. It's about you getting better. Like, you getting better at your tools and your strategies and your tips of how you deal with what life gives you, right? Because the whole premise of this podcast goes back to Stephen Covey's quote that we are not a victim of our circumstances. We are, it, it's not about our circumstances. It's what we decide to do with it. So I probably you that, but I know that that's the premise. It's our decisions. So on a personal level, this last, I'm going to say this last probably six months, four to six months has been a lot of challenges piled on top of challenges. And I will probably drop some words that you might go, oh, that's not appropriate, but that's me and I'm just being real and wrong. So it feels like it's shit being piled on shit. You just kind of go, seriously, again, again. And we're not talking small things. Like these are not small things at all. We're talking about some pretty serious health challenges, um, job income kids, um, really heavy stuff that has required me to really put my skills and my tools into practice. And it's not easy. I'm going to say it's not easy. And I don't stay in those low spots nearly like I used to, but I do want to be real with you and say, yes, it's okay to have struggles. It's okay to be challenged. So I want to share some of the things that i use and tips that i use that help me in this time so if you are in a stage where you say yeah that resonates with me i feel like crap is being piled on crap and being piled on crap and i don't know what to do next and when we are there it's really easy to focus on the crap right it's easy to focus on the pile of it and go like what do i do with this and What I shared in my book and I talked about is the fact that we spend so much time just looking at this problems and the pile of it and going, trying to find ways to make it look pretty, to avoid it, to go around it, to toe dip it, to not do anything with it, and then we just get mad because it's there. And that's not gonna change anything. We have to actually do something, right? Action changes everything. So that is what we have to get into. So the first things first, if you find yourself asking why, um, from the title of my book, when she Stopped Asking Why, I'm telling you the why is the worst question you could ask. So if you find yourself saying like, why me? Why us? Why them? Why is this happening? This isn't fair. They're all victim words. And I'm telling you, victim words keep you stuck in the exact same space that you're in. So one quick shift is as soon as you say the word, why, why me, I need you to switch to know what, what next, what do I do next? What can I do with what I have? What choice do I have? What are action words? And you can even hear the difference in the energy when I say it. It's like asking why is a complete waste of energy and time. There's no purpose, like, there's none. And I can also say, I just want you to just check your language because the one thing that happens i hear a lot of people say let me give you an example so somebody in their family extended family is going through something and or it's not like it's not them personally but they're just using that as like oh my god all these things are happening to me i had a person this week do this and i get it i get it because i've done it but i remember i just looked and i said okay is it actually happening to you or is it happening to someone you know? See, there are two different things. If it's happening to someone you know, you need to be a source of support. If it's not, because it's not happening to you, right? Like physically, physically happening to you. So just check your words and make sure that you are really only taking on and carrying the things that are actually physically happening to you. And if they're not happening to you, then how can you offer support to someone who is going through it? So either way, the why, Just completely change the word to what and change your questions. Number two, what is this trying to teach me? Like, what is it trying to teach me? What am I here to learn? What message is am I supposed to take on? What skill am I supposed to put into practice? And this is where I talk about the word embody. And I learned this um, in a program with Peter Kelly many years ago. And I love this word and how it explains so let me just see if i can give you an explanation do you you can read all the books right you can do all the podcasts you can listen to everything you can hire all the coaches you can go to all the events i mean it's almost like you're this sponge in the early stages of personal development but there comes a point in time where you can hear the lessons but until you actually take it on and actually put it into practice in your life then you're not embodying it. And if you want to know how a lesson works for you and how you put it into place, then you have to embody it. And embody it means that you put it into practice in your life. So for example, I teach a lot on boundaries. If you say, okay, I've learned, i work with clients, I've learned how to set boundaries. Well, that's great, you can set a boundary. But I'm telling you, until you put that boundary in place, you don't realize how much shit's gonna hit the fan. Because people are gonna like your boundaries. Because it changes it changes what's happening in their life. And if you've done something for a long time and you change that, the people closest to you are like, what the heck happened? I couldn't control what you were doing. So that's the point I mean about embodying. You can take that boundary, you can write it down, you can say, yes, I'm gonna follow it. But if you never actually have to implement it and follow it, that's when the work gets hard. But that's when the learning is the most powerful. That's when we take it on and we say, okay, I get it. Now I put this into practice in my own life. The other thing is, is if you are on a mission to, whether you're a coach, whether you're a speaker, an author, you are using your lessons to make a difference in the world as all the women, and I say women, there's men to come across with who I coach with, they are here to do something with their stories. They are here to share the lessons. They're making massive difference and ripple effects in this world. They really are. But guess what? They're still going through shit. They're still going through a ton of stuff. Because they are literally embodying their lessons all the time. They're embodying them and putting them into practice. And as they do that, then what happens is they're like, oh, does that work? Maybe I have to do it this way. I learned something about myself here. They can then teach that to someone else. So if you feel yourself aspiring to be, I'm going to be better and I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to step into these you know, I, I want to step into this role or you look at someone else in comparison, which, you know, I don't like that, but I'm saying if you do step in and you look at someone else in comparison and then you're like, I want to be that kind of coach. I'm telling you right now, that kind of coach has gone through a massive pile of shit to get there. And so if you're aspiring to do more in your life, get ready because the universe is going to test you to actually embody and put these lessons into practice. So apparently I could have done a whole podcast on that topic alone because that one gets me riled up. But you have to put your lessons into practice. You have to embody them. And all of the things that you're going through are trying to teach you something. So sometimes I just ask, what am I here to learn? What am I supposed to learn? What do I need to embody today? I'm open for the lessons to learn because they're coming, right? They're coming. So I can just sit and complain about it or I can actually put it into practice. Number three, this is a mantra that I have used many, many times, especially when it was go back like five years and life was really, really different than now. And I was very, because I was very different than I am now. And the mantras I used to think like, I don't know who else to call for answers. I don't know who else to ask. I don't know where the answers are. I don't know how to figure this out. And I had to start to really trust a process that. I am Marsha you're in this position for a reason. You have the answers. You know the answers. You know what your gut is telling you to do. Now, you might not like the answers, and you might not want to put it into place, but you know what the answers are. Those are two different things. Those are two completely different things. So asking yourself, right, and saying, and almost building up, saying you do, okay, you know what to do. You know what to do. You have laid out what your values are, what's important to you, what your boundaries are, and does it feel, fit within these values and boundaries, and if it doesn't, then you have to follow through on your end with what you said you would do. If you don't, then what you are saying is that the boundaries that you put in place really aren't that important to you. You see what I mean? That it's the message that we're telling ourselves. So if you want to build that confidence in yourself, then what you say is important to you, you have to follow through on. And the more you follow through, the more you trust the process. The more you follow through, the more you start to trust yourself. And you start to have this inner dialogue with yourself to say, you know what? I do know the answers and I do know what to do. It's not going to be easy, but I can totally do this. And you start to have that language with yourself. Number four, do not be afraid to ask for help do not be afraid to ask for help. Um, I did for a long time. I didn't want to ask for help because I didn't want to be judged as weak. And I didn't want to be judged as like, how could she not even know what to do to fix her own family? That's those, That was my language. No one else's. That was all mine. So asking for help is a sign of vulnerability and strength. I call it the same thing. You want to build your courage? Start asking for help start reaching out and being vulnerable and asking for help now i also need you to know um that you have to be able to like really think about who you're asking people earn the right to hear your story that is Brene brown's quote people have to earn the right to hear your story so in the beginning when i first started sharing my story and asking for help i had no idea it was going to become like the major gossip story of the area because i talked to people that i trusted And that just is what happened. So I had to really change my thinking and how I ask for, you know, who do I ask? And now I am very particular about my inner circle. My inner circle is small and that's really just fine. It's totally fine. You don't have to have a thousand friends. You're better off if you've got that small handful that you trust. But reaching out and asking for help, and that is something I'm doing very differently this time, especially as life has been a bit challenging, is that I reach out and say, I need help, or my tribe is so good that they will send a message and go, okay, so what do you need, because I'm here for an ear, I know you're struggling right now. Um, that's awesome. Honestly, that's awesome. And I'm going to touch on that in another podcast episode because people talk to me all the time saying, Well, that's easy for you because you have a tribe. Um, I didn't. I created it. So I'll touch on that in a different um, podcast. But reaching out and asking for help. The next one is time blocking. And time blocking, you think, What does this have to do with trusting the process? You have everything is energy, everything that you do is energy. So if you're wasting energy all day long, spending it on things that you can't control, you can't handle you that are not yours to fix manager control. You have nothing left energy wise to actually do what's going to help you move the needle forward. So with time blocking, we have to have energy that matches with energy. And let me give you an example of this. As a person who runs a, I run a multiple businesses so in the morning I'm doing working with my clients my kinesiology clients and the afternoons I do my coaching podcasting writing working with my authors doing all kinds of stuff and what I've learned is is that It's actually a bit comical when I think about it. Is I've been trying to jam everything in in the afternoon. So all of a sudden I'll be doing a coaching call. Then I'm doing a coaching call and getting coached by my mentor. Then we jump into a podcast. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have to do a post. And I'm back and forth. The energy is all over the place. Like I absolutely love the podcasting, but what I have learned is it requires a completely different energy source. So does coaching. So does being coached. So does writing. And When you are trying to mix up all the different energies back and forth, it's like you get nowhere and you actually spend way more than what you need to. So we're going to be adopting a new schedule, which is going to require boundaries for me and practice in place. So it's going to require some embodying and putting it in place so that, One day is this in the business, one day is this in the business, and one day is this in the business, so that it covers all the different categories. And I can tell you, instantly I felt this massive sigh of relief, like, oh, I think I can do that. And the other stipulation was that, no, you're going to take weekends off. And I'm like, what? I work on weekends. Well, we're going to have to find ways to be more efficient so that I have some more time off, because burnout's real. And affects all of us. And so we have to find ways to manage that. So time blocking, right? Stop pushing, shoving all this energy into different pockets of time, not working efficiently, then being angry at yourself because it's not working the way that you want it to. And you're just not being successful. I'm sure I'm not the only person who experienced this, but I really wanted to touch on that. And I'll cover more on that later because I think it's going to be a really valuable learning tool for me and a very efficient and effective tool, which I look at and go, why didn't I do this sooner? But it's all good. We're all learning, right? The last tip I can give you is surrender. And I know I could do a whole podcast episode on this. Surrender is tough, okay? It's a tough, tough one to learn. But once you learn it, It's amazing how freeing it is. It's amazing what a difference it makes. So surrender, when you're a type A driven person, which I've been pretty much my whole life, it's surrender meant quitting, right? Surrender means giving up. Surrender means not being strong enough. Surrender means like that's how I saw it. And unfortunately, you can only learn surrender when you are at a point where you literally have done everything physically possible that surrender is the only option left. So I don't wish that on you, but it might require that for you to see that change and be able to go, oh, I just have to let go. And for me, that came in a spot when, I don't share this very often, but it came in a space when we literally almost lost both of our kids, a span of about four days apart. Um, It was a surreal time in my life that I can't even, I just, I don't even believe it's real, but it was. And it was during that time that I, all of a sudden, this very clear voice said to me that you have to let go. Like you have to let go. Your part journey is done. You can't fix it. You can't manage it. You can't control it. You're doing that and it's still falling apart. And what's happening is I was losing myself, right? I was the one that was completely falling apart. And as a counselor said to me at that time, if you don't find a way to be springboard you are just a big pile of quicksand so when they choose to come back you have nothing left you have nothing left to give you have to start giving to yourself that meant surrender that meant surrender and control Now surrender doesn't mean i don't care okay it doesn't mean you don't care it just means that you're not going to put your energy time resources into something that you cannot control it actually has to go back on us to help us to get into action to create change in our lives And being transparent, because I like to be transparent with you guys, is that when I was in the thick of it, truth be told, I was angry at my kids, resentful. Um, probably more than angry, to be honest, and I found myself blaming them for where my life was at and how awful a turn my life was at and the position that it was in. And all of a sudden, I realized that, wait a minute, I'm blaming them. They're blaming me. If I blame someone, that means that I'm waiting for them to change their behavior before my life changes. And I'm like, how long am I going to wait for this? And that's when I realized that, oh, I have to let go of that. That's surrender. So it's not an easy lesson to learn, but once you learn it, it's very freeing. Yes, it requires faith. Yes, it requires trusting the process. It really comes from a space of knowing you've literally done everything you can possibly do. And this is what you have right now. This is what you have to deal with right now. So... I would do my wish for you that, you know, hopefully it doesn't have to get to be as awful before you learn surrender. But surrender is an incredibly powerful lesson and very important if you are trying to find a way to trust the process. If you're listening to this and you're like, I still don't get that. I can't figure out surrender. I don't understand how to just let go. The other tip that I use with that is I put all of my energy and controlling what i can control that's me how i react how i think how i talk how i take care of myself what i do in a situation what my choices are and it's always comes down to is that my choice or is that someone else's choice because I'm telling you right now, you have to own the crap out of your choices. You have to, you all have to own them. You have to take massive responsibility and accountability for your own choices. If you are going to make any change in your life, it all starts from there. No blaming, no pushing, saying it's someone else's fault. It's like owning the crap out of your story and getting into action. So those are some of the tips that I've used to trust the process. And you know what, I know it's hard. It It is, I'm gonna say, I know it's hard. I've always promised to be very real with you. I can tell you that this has been some of the toughest times that I have had. Um, in the last few years. And it's because I know I'm growing to a different level. I know I'm leveling up to a different level. I'm having to actually embody and put all of these lessons into practice. And the universe is really testing right now to see how serious I am. So I am doing all of the things that I can do, sticking to the boundaries, stay with the energy, focus on where I'm at, be compassionate, And give ourselves some grace, because we all need downtime, we all need time to recover, and we all have to listen to the signs. But at the end of the day, you are here for a reason. You have your unique gifts. You are here to make a difference. And I believe that life is teaching you what you need to learn in order to take you to the next level. right? in order to take you to the next level of your own life. It is taking you through the lessons that you are here to live, teach on, coach, support, just anything. Even if you go, "But I don't want to coach, but live them. Okay? Be that kind person. Be that person that pays it forward. Be that person that thinks about other people. Life is pushing you in that direction. And I'm saying the more you resist it, the more you fight it, the longer it's gonna be. I really encourage you to just own it, own your choices like crazy have some faith, trust the process, and do everything that you can do to control yourself because that, and hopefully these tips will help you through your very dark times because I just want you to know you're not alone, sending you massive, massive amounts of love. And if this message speaks to you, please share it. Um, Let me know what your takeaways are because it helps me to deliver and give you the tools and the tips that are helping you through the stages in your life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really, appreciate it. And I appreciate your support. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.